On today's episode of Recur Now, feedback is not negotiable. Grubhub launches a subscription to get ahead of the competition. And finally, a newly dropped newsletter you gotta get on board with. All this and more today on Recur Now. From ProfitWells Boston HQ, it is Thursday, March 5th. I'm Abby Sullivan. And I'm Grace Gagnon. It's a beautiful day to subscribe. Up first, your news. Ah, feedback. A topic we can quite frankly never get enough of. Which is why when we saw an article published by Optin Monsters co-founder and president Thomas Griffin on how to leverage customer feedback, we took it as the perfect excuse to resurface the idea ourselves. Thomas knows the foundation of SaaS is about providing the absolute best product for your users. So to do so, he encourages things like offering valuable, relevant content, improving your onboarding process, driving product development, and boosting customer loyalty. And of course, each one of these suggestions has nuances in and of themselves, which we'll no doubt touch on individually in the course of this series. But what I want to focus on today is that customer feedback aspect, because one of the most useful tools in the marketer's toolkit is the survey. Yet one of the most despised emails to receive as a prospect or customer is also the survey. So over the past three plus years, we've sent more than five million customer development surveys and of course recorded the data to share with our crew. Here's what we found. First up, no surprise, the shorter the survey, the more effective. Shorter surveys get better engagement, feedback, and they can be sent more frequently. You can cut down the length by simply not asking lazy questions. You should never be asking respondents for their email address, what plan they're on, how often they use the product, things like that. Because you should already know the answers to these questions in your respective databases. You can also cut down on length by asking the right questions. Keep the goal of the survey focused and singular, but also make sure you're forcing respondents to make trade-offs and decisions. Too many surveys ask people to rank a bunch of features on a scale of one to 10, for wishy-washy responses. In turn, you really have no idea what's actually best and what's worst in your list. Instead, force customers to make decisions by choosing a most important and a least important feature out of a group or by asking for open-minded but super targeted feedback. Like at what price point is the product too cheap? You'd question the quality of it. Some other rules we uncovered, respondents respond the best to a community feeling. We found that the best brands who've built communities around their products, even if it's just wanting to see the company succeed, get the best response rates. Evoke the sense of this is a two-way conversation and you'll certainly do better. And another one. Incentives only work if they're large enough and they're given to each respondent. We use a lot of market panelists, people who are paid with cash, airline miles, donations to charity, etc., to complete surveys for targeted user types. Yet incentives in terms of a contest for a free iPad or another gift typically work very poorly. The difference is market panelists are opting into providing feedback, whereas someone contacted via email needs more intrinsic incentive to take a survey. There is plenty more where this came from, so we'll link to Tom Thomas's piece and our data breakdown in your subscriber newsletter. Now, Abby on the latest with Grubhub. Grubhub is looking to subscription to stick out as a delivery player in the market with what some are calling the Amazon Prime of food delivery services. For $9.99 per month and a promise that you can cancel at any time, Grubhub Plus includes unlimited free delivery, unlimited 10% cash back on orders, donation matching to No Kid Hungry, access to elite care for support, and priority access to other perks. So Grubhub is making a serious push here, we see. Uber Eats, DoorDash, and Postmates all have their own versions of subscription 
programs, but do they actually increase customer loyalty? It seems Grubhub is really honing in on that affinity factor. Wistia defines brand affinity as the most enduring and valuable level of a relationship between a business and a consumer, based on the mutual belief that they share common values. And Grubhub is playing into this. We know monetizing existing customers is highly contingent on customer success. If you measure net promoter scores and work to improve the customer experience and brand loyalty of customers with low scores, you stand to create happier customers that are more likely to retain and expand their plans. The more loyalty, the less churn. We'll see how this one plays out for Grubhub amid others in the market. And finally, we wrap this episode on the path to CMO 3.0. Let me preface this one. We're big fans of our friend David Kensell and the Drift Team, masters of the conversational marketing platform. And we're loyal followers to his weekly newsletter called The One Thing, where he spotlights personal lessons from being a five-time founder, two-time CEO, and overall badass. It's comprised of the actual content he sends out to his own team each week, so it feels a bit like you're on the inside. So naturally, your ears were perked when we heard that Drift's CMO Trisha Gelman was dropping her own. It's called the Path to CMO 3.0. Trisha's a three-time CMO with decades of experience as a marketing leader in tech. Part of her mission at Drift is taking her background and turning it into real value for their customers. So it makes sense that she took it a step further to share with the larger community the trends that shape the decisions she makes on a daily basis. Another reason we're so intrigued Marketing is such a foundational part of our organizations, it can't be ignored. From seamlessly marrying sales into your marketing strategy to honing in on content creation, there are so many layers to this part of the business. And we find it super refreshing to hear from the actual minds of the masters, whether it's all rainbows and butterflies, or if it's an honest look at getting through the grind. We featured David Kinsell's content in episodes prior, so I'm sure Trisha will deliver just the same. We'll link to access in your subscriber newsletter. And please let us know if you're interested in more content on marketing. We have an episode of our show, The Profitable Report, on content marketing specifically. It answers the question, can content marketing help your company grow? Does it have an impact on net retention? More on that in a minute. And that's a wrap on your March 5th subscription news. Up next, we gather data from more than 3,000 subscription businesses and 30,000 subscription consumers to unveil the truth. Does content marketing actually work? Content marketing has become the gold standard in marketing, helping your prospects and customers understand your business, the problems you're solving, and giving them value before they've even considered purchasing from you. The growth of content is also undeniable, with the US about to see nearly 30 million blogs and the entire world seeing roughly five times that. But is it working? To answer Chris's question, we looked at over 3,000 companies and 30,000 customers, and here's what we found. Customer acquisition costs, or CAC, is up across the board, but content CAC is roughly 15% less than paid CAC, suggesting some efficiency when it comes to an inbound marketing strategy. Note though that content CAC is actually growing at a quicker rate than paid CAC, suggesting that this gap may be closing as content becomes more and more expensive to produce due to the density of how much content is out there. Here's what's interesting though. 47% of buyers still view three to five pieces of content before engaging with a sales rep. Companies with blogs tend to get 67% more leads than those who don't have a blog, and inbound marketing close rates are still eight to 10x those of outbound efforts. So even though there's an increase in cost, there's a compounding effect on growth here, especially when it comes to content. After all, content adds significantly to brand, trust, and even surface area since content can sit on your site forever. When it comes to retention, companies who are deploying content 
are seeing five to 10% better retention, especially when they deploy content that is more customer focused. Yet content's power appears to be more on the overall growth side of the house as hinted at from the facts and figures cited above. When comparing overall growth rates between companies deploying a content strategy with those who aren't, the content companies are seeing roughly 30% higher growth rates than folks not using content marketing. It's safe to say that the whole theory that HubSpot drove so many years ago around inbound marketing turned out to be true. And while we can give HubSpot credit, this also reflects just the shift in the market. Density of more and more companies vying for your attention and the diminishing information asymmetry that exists in the market means that our customers have more power now, and that's amazing. The onus is now on us to focus on brand, focus on education, and ultimately focus on a greater user experience to convert those prospects into customers. After all, it's the inbound way. And finally, a teaser for a segment we call Weekend Wisdom. We'll have some of that in full for you here tomorrow. Next time on Weekend Wisdom... Everything about our business had to change. Think about the strategy for the company. The CEO's capacity to grow. We had to really embrace that. The world is just rife with examples of companies not listening to their key stakeholders. Find this and more like it on RecurNow.com. And that's it for your March 5th episode of Recur Now. You can check back here tomorrow for more. And remember, this show is for you. If you have news or resources to share with our listeners, email me at abby at recurnow.com and we'll connect on a potential feature in the show. This has been a Recur Studios production, the fastest growing subscription network out there. If you find use for the show, subscribe for more like it at profitwell.com forward slash recur.